0: Everybody, welcome back. I'm super excited to have a returning guest and also a new guest who is actually an actor and part of this film. Uh, so the film is called Church People, and I know you guys have heard about it. And I actually watched it with my whole family. We loved it. We laughed. It was different than what we expected, but it was actually better than what we expected because there's so much good comedy in there. Uh, but I want to welcome Christopher Shaw and Thor Ramsey to the show. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having us. Awesome. Well, uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you since the audience kind of knows you from last time, but give us an update. How is the movie doing? You know, what's been the reaction since the last time you were on?
1: Well, super exciting. The movie is now available um, on demand. If you just go to churchpeoplefilm.com and click the buy button, you'll see at least six different options. It's on Amazon, Google, or it's on Amazon Prime Video, Google Play, Apple TV, Christian Cinema, Vimeo, and Vudu.
0: Awesome. So definitely have some options, some streaming options. I, I think I, what I did is I went on Amazon right there on my smart TV and I was able to watch it. Uh, but, you know, you have a couple different options. You can stream, you can cast from your phone if you have a smart TV. Um, there's all different types of things you can do. Uh, Thor, you are like the main character in this movie. Uh, tell us a little bit about your character.
2: Oh, well, the, uh, the premise is Guy Sides, a youth pastor in crisis. Um, he's, uh, you know, he was at the church when they planted, when there were, you know, 40 people in a Bible study and now they're, you know, they're kind of, they represent America's mega church basically. Right. And he's, he, you know, when you're a big church, you get book deals and everything. So he's known as America's youth pastor, but now he's having a crisis of um, how they're going about, you know, he's having a crisis with their methodology. Yeah. Cause the, the idea is the, the lead pastor has done all these crazy things Uh, you know, driving a tank onto stage, having, you know, BMX bikes, uh, you know, flip over him, all this stuff to attract people to church. And now he wants to, you know, have someone crucified on a good Friday to attract people to church. So the youth pastor struggling with uh, this methodology that is really taking them away from the actual ministry of the message, the gospel.
0: That's right. And that's what, you know, really related to me. So I came from the world. I was a Hollywood actor in my you know teens and early 20s. And then, you know, I got saved. But when I first came to church, I always tell everybody I felt like a lightning bolt was going to hit me, number one, because I was coming out of like the club scene and, you know, partying. And so, you know, I, I didn't think I was holy enough to even come into a church. But what, what really bothered me, though, was some of the things that you're saying is that I saw the church where I was going. They were trying to be like cool and do things like the world but the thing was is they weren't even doing them as good as the world it was like cheesy you know it was like mtv but much more cheesy and so yeah. i'm sitting here thinking well if i wanted this then i would just go in the world where there's a better you know i wanted well, the Christ. reality I wanted-
2: the, the church doesn't have the budget to be cool Well, so that's,
1: <laughs>
0: that's the reality but, well that's the truth man and they did a good job i'm not trying to mock them but what no. i'm saying is that i love the message here though because what your character was basically showing is like Christ is enough the message is good it's relevant you know we don't need to do these crazy gimmicks like crucify this guy right i mean is that is that kind of what they were saying yeah you don't you don't need to add to the message
2: that's the whole thing then you know god's instituted in a way that the message is powerful enough itself to change people's lives that's right you you don't it does the gospel doesn't need to be helped along by us Is kind of the idea you know In, in terms of church i mean church is not meant to be a rock concert or anything else. I mean, and it's not, it's not that I'm against big churches or big bands or, right. you know, having a, having a great, you know, worship service that feels like a concert, but the point is you don't need that.
0: No, that's right. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Chris, yeah. Yeah, you're shaking your head up there. Uh, what say you? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. The, the
1: gospel, the gospel is powerful enough. It doesn't need the bells and whistles. It doesn't need, The show, you know, uh, Pastor Skip, played by Michael Monks in the movie, is uh, is is all about getting more souls in the seats. That's that's his line, more souls in the seats. But um, but but you don't need a spectacle to do that because the gospel is powerful enough.
2: And and it's that it's that old. uh, There's an old adage. The medium is the message. So how we decide to present the gospel affects the gospel. Yes. And that's what churches, I think, often don't realize. Exactly. You know, and the the other great issue, I think, today is that we have churches that still believe everything the Bible teaches. They just don't talk about it from the pulpit. Mm. And that becomes, you know, I I just heard this story the other day, so I don't know how controversial I want to get, but a pastor told a story where a member left his church. He hadn't seen her forever. You know, people just leave churches. They don't even tell you anymore. They don't send a letter, right. a thank you, go. Just yeah. like, you know, they don't even finger you. Yeah. When they leave, you know, nothing. Um, right. They don't flip the bird, I should say. You know, anyway, whatever. <laughs> nothing. You get nothing from them. So yep. you finally saw her, you bumped into her at a coffee shop and talked to her, and then eventually asked her, so, so why'd you end up leaving? She's like, well, I came out, you know, as gay and uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't agree with your church's uh, view of the the you know the gay lifestyle, so I went to this other church. And the pastor had to tell her like I know I know the other staff, they believe the same things we do, but the hmm. issue was they never talked about it from the pulpit.
0: Right. So here she wow. could go and
2: sit at a church for her, who knows how long, thinking that they were really uh, condoning
1: mm-hmm.
2: her and her lifestyle. It's, it's that whole thing. It's like they, they didn't get she didn't get the idea of. They love me, but, you know, there's a sin issue involved here. And that's a tragedy in the church today, I think.
0: Yeah, you, you just nailed it. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people that have been sitting in a church for like five, even 10 years and have never even met the pastor. I mean, that's that's kind of hard yeah. for me to believe. Uh, you know, a pastor's supposed to be a shepherd and there needs to be accountability. I think one of the problems with the modern church and again, I'm not here to bash There's some good mega megachurches. They, some of them have some great systems of accountability and whatnot. But there are some and we have to talk about this where people I feel like they can kind of just slide through the cracks and there is no accountability. So they come in, they get an inspiring message, and then pretty much for the most part, they live the same way as they did before uh, throughout the week. They're not getting into the word. They're not going deeper in their faith. And there's no accountability. There's no discipleship. So this is a big problem. And I think it's kind of how we've got to where we are today. So we need to address this. This movie addresses it but it does it in, in, a, in a really amazing way of, of kind of bringing it almost to a comical stance. But uh, Chris, you were involved in the, in the process of, of the writing and all that. And how did this all this idea, how did this come to being?
1: Well, that's actually a Thor question because the, there was already a few drafts of the script by the time I came on board. Okay. So Thor has a great backstory on that.
2: I want to hear um, it, Thor. Yeah. So long story short, uh, I'd written this, well, I'd written 30 pages of the script called oh, youth wow. group. Okay. uh back in the day and uh i had a manager at the time that got me a meeting with sonia firm and i was pitching them these script ideas and i had two ideas that were like so i still think they're solid ideas and i was pitching but they were just mainstream comedies And they're right. like it's sonia firm this is you know faith-based we want something faith-based i'm like yeah. oh well i've got this idea about a youth pastor in crisis and told them a little bit about it and they're like, we'd like to see that yeah. And so I you know, I went home and I wrote the script that week, sent it off to him. There's a guy over there named Josh Nadler, a great guy. But yeah, I know Josh that. called me up and uh, actually gave me notes. on. He lives you know, in L.A.,
0: right, Josh? Yeah, yeah. I know Josh that Nadler. guy. Yeah.
2: Okay. Term. He lives in L.A., yeah. That's wild, man. Okay. And so Josh gave me notes. and that, He did this five times. And I don't know if this is standard practice, but he followed up five times giving me notes on five rewrites. And the very last time he talked to me – Reads, uh, everything together is a big idea i'm like oh yeah. okay so i don't know what the big idea is but i had a friend call me up my, my best friend at the time was a church planner and he calls me up and he says, you're not going to believe what this mega mega church that we all know uh is doing for good friday i'm like what are they doing is they're having a crucifixion like there's no way because i'm on their social media right now so let me check it out so i go on their social media page and it turns out they're not actually crucifying someone but they were they were having a passion play, but it was going to be so realistic that they put all these warnings, you know, if you, if you, if you faint easily, you get queasy at the sight of blood, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and it seemed like they were actually going to crucify someone. And I realized right then that so many evangelical pastors had done such crazy things to attract mm-hmm. people to church that for a moment, my friend and I actually believed that an American evangelical church would actually crucify someone on a good Friday Mm -hmm. to attract people to church. And I write, then I go, there's the big idea right there. Um, and it is satirical in nature, but you know, I say this all the time. It's like, you can only satirize what you love. You know, that's the whole thing. We love Jesus. We love the church. So it's not mean in any, in any,
0: uh, yeah, it's not a mean spirit, not at, at spirit all. all, not a mean spirit, but there's a great message. And, you know, it's kind of hard not to get the message. And I, I think it brings some conviction. And we're at a very pivotal moment in our society and in our world, you know, and it, we have to really have these types of conversations. You know, we need to go deeper. Our nation is clearly in a moral uh, dilemma right now. There's there's many very egregious things that we're seeing. Uh, Chris, what's your hope that this movie will do to inspire the people in the body of Christ and maybe make some changes? Well, one of the comments I've heard multiple times is it, people
1: experience all the feels watching this movie. They laugh. They cry. Some of them sob. Um, but it, and laughter is unifying and laughter breaks down walls. I like what uh, comedian Michael Jr. says, because he uses comedy a lot to, to bring home a message, right. to bring home a point. And um, and that's what we did. I mean, we, we had a compelling story and it's a comedy and there is a message in it that's organic to the story because it takes place in a mega church. So my hope is that people laugh and unite and have some uh, self-reflection and and corporate reflection um, over, you know, the changes that need to be made, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. But, but really just. Enjoy, enjoy, um, enjoy a family friendly movie.
0: Yeah yeah which is hard to find these days and i'm going to tell you i mean i canceled my netflix i you know there's no, there's no point When we try to find good films it's just so hard to find these days and so i'm so thankful for guys like you thor how did you get into the movie industry is this something that you've dabbled with in the past or
2: oh well, yeah it's really when i started stand up i had this idea that uh, you know i would you know cuz i started stand up in 1987 i was working the road 42 weeks a year at the time thinking well i'll all this free time to write scripts not realizing how much how demanding stand-up comedy itself is
0: yeah you know, when
2: you start it, it's like you it, it's a whole craft and you have to learn the craft and you know it takes you a decade to become a proficient stand-up comic I think but <laughs> um, yeah so you know I got sidetracked in that sense but you're always writing as a stand-up and you really learn comedy yeah. and so now I really focus I mean uh, I focus on comedy and everything I write now just because it's the craft I've learned and you should focus on you know what you've You know, I I heard the advice one time. It's like, don't be switching genres. If you write comedies, do comedies because – If you do a comedy, people go, that was great. What else you got? Like, well, I've got this family drama. It's like (laughs) you didn't write a family drama. I came to you because you wrote a comedy, but I've got this family. drama. It's like stick to what you know.
0: So, yeah, that's good advice, (laughs) man. That's good advice. Well, it's definitely a funny movie. Uh, You know, it's kind of interesting. There's a connection. I'll let you guys go. So now you're super busy, but I wanted to ask. There's a connection here with Mr. Lindell. He's been on uh, the, you know, the reawaken America tour with me. And uh, our listeners are very familiar with him. He's been on the show a couple of times. What is the connection with Mike Lindell to this movie? He funded the whole thing. I should probably run a Mike Lindell commercial after this then. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah really so,
1: should. I mean, seriously, hats off to Mike Lindell. I mean, he believes in the project and um, and uh, yeah. And he funded the whole thing. Uh, there's even a music video that I believe he funded as well that Stephen Baldwin directed oh, wow. um, that it. When the movie was in theaters in March, um, they played the music video right before the movie screening. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be the DVD's coming soon. Okay. So I don't know if that music video is going to be on the DVD or I've what. But I've never seen the music video. You've never seen it?
2: I've never seen it.
1: It's heck of fun. It's a really fun okay. video. Stephen did a great job. Joey Fatone performs in it. Is it there anywhere that up. it's
0: available right yeah. now? Can we watch it somewhere?
1: Not that I'm aware of. No, <laughs> not that. That's that. Yeah. So we're hoping it's on the DVD. Or we're hoping there's some way people can watch it. I think
0: they was just
2: but, throw it out there now, though. So, you know, just to
1: yeah. Well, through. they gotta they gotta figure out you know clearances and make sure everything's clear oh, and everything. So it becomes you paperwork know, after a while. All that all that legal schmeagle paperwork, right. you know. I but um, it. but yeah, we don't have any control over that. But but uh, but yeah, Mike Lindell funded the whole thing, and um um, as far as I know, he's really proud of it. That's and right. uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but it was actually nominated alongside four other projects for the k-love fan awards in the television uh in the in the film television impact award category amazing and we actually won an honorary award at um action on film film festival in las vegas um a couple months or so ago so um, so it's an award-winning film
2: did we did we not win the k-love one
1: no the chosen one the Caleb. Went. oh the chosen <laughs> yeah, not even a fair fight. The, that, yeah that, that that was not a shocker to me at all yeah, I but, say,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I no but we you. were
1: but we were up against the chosen we were up against i still believe we were up against i am patrick a week away and i think that's it i think those were those were the other four and then and then ours so yeah so that was really cool because we weren't advertised on k radio right so that right. opened up opened us up to uh an audience that potentially never heard of our movie before.
0: Absolutely. Well, I highly encourage everybody to go and see this movie, Church People. It's now available on streaming. You can get it right from your living room. It's funny. It's got a great message. Now you know some of the characters. Thor's in the movie is one of the main stars in the movie. Great, great acting, by the way, Thor. Thank you Thanks. for your performance, and, and we appreciate you, Christopher. You're doing all kinds of things behind the scenes here, man, and I just appreciate you as well. And uh, well, thank I'm you hoping- so much. Yeah, hoping that it, you know, it wins some more awards, but I'll tell you we loved it. We loved it as a family and I highly encourage you, if you're looking for a good family-friendly movie that's funny and good and not cheesy, you know, in a weird way, it, it's it's made well. And so thank you for the. Work thank that you so you much. Yeah, check yeah. out uh,
1: churchpeoplefilm.com has more information. churchpeoplefilm.com. Uh, there may even be ways you can host a showing there. I don't know if that's expired yet or not, but I know okay. there used to be a button there that says host a showing. But um, I would love for more you know pastors to get their eyeballs on this and and um, I think it's so
2: everywhere in digital now. Did you mention that it's on all the digital platforms now?
1: It's yeah, it's on it's, it's on, on demand. TV. It's on it's yeah, on demand. Yeah, so yeah, Vimeo, Voodoo, yeah. Google yeah. Play, Amazon Prime Video, Christian Cinema has it. Um, yeah, so it's it's on it's on at least six different on demand platforms, and then streaming platforms comes um, early next year, I believe, first quarter of next year
0: okay so there shouldn't be a challenge but if there is they go to the website and that'll yep. show where dot uh, peoplefilm.com
1: different... will point you in the right direction
0: okay sounds pretty easy gentlemen you're both are awesome appreciate you so much thank you for coming on and maybe in a couple of weeks or when things kind of get out there more come back on and, and just give us an update that'd be great thanks man thanks, i appreciate Todd. it okay wonderful we'll we'll be right back with the Todd show.